now. He's going to have 2,000 yards on He's going to be the next CJ 2K. No, Are you been fucking kidding me? In 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 so in 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 how yeah doing? How's it going, everybody? Got a couple of thanks that I need to give out. Want to thank Hunter and Rich on WBCN. Want to thank David Lee, David Lee Roth, aka David Ortiz. Uh, before I came up here, had a couple beers, no beers, chili. One last okay. time. Recap, recap, recap them movies. Shelf Fantasy. And there is a black cat <laughs> now on the field. Maybe we need to make a cat. Okay, you guys want to talk about a cat real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely, this is, a, this is amazing. There's a cat This on is why Amari Cooper got hurt. Look this is Scott. amazing. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, look at his change of direction. He's got great lateral movement. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's going to have 2,000 yards. On. He's going to be the next CJ. Felix has left the building. Oh. oh, man. I had fun with that one. Yeah, I'm back on the podcast and uh, copyright, legal issues, a lot of swearing. All that stuff's probably going to happen in this podcast. So that, that'll be fun. That's, what, you, back, that's what we need you back for. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, just welcome back. Great, great intro. I love the black cat one. That was a like two year anniversary <laughs> last week, right? Well, this is so funny. They there there was a cat, or like I saw a gif of somebody with the cat on the field. It's just hysterical. That was that was such a good night. I had mentioned. I was like, I'm never gonna forget that night. Um, but yeah, you got I me. Mean, what you guys held down the fort for? What a year and a half? I, I think I took a year and a half long absence. It's what podcast two seventy seven now. I don't know that I cracked two hundred. You're probably uh, on the uh, the Centurion, the, the double Centurion with us, the last uh, 200, and then maybe not since then. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> our, our, your your last one was 2023. It was G- January. You did our end okay. of the season power hour at your house. Yep. That sounds but be- right. But before that, maybe, I don't know, Dynasty Weekend. Yeah, true. At Dynasty Cheryl's weekend. house. Yeah. Cheryl. It, Good old Cheryl. Cheryl. Cheryl? <laughs> Carol? Is it Cheryl? Was it Cheryl? Dude. Yeah, Sheila? Fucking... Oh, yeah, we didn't do one for this last uh, Dynasty weekend. We went three nights and <laughs> brought all the gear, and we're too tired and hungover every day to do it. We're getting yeah. old, man. We're getting old. It's just one of, it was a pain in the ass. I, I do remember looking at you, and I was like, did, really? Like, do you want to set it up? Or, no. Like, do you? No. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> we didn't really have a good table, table for it. Uh, was That's a good the spot. reason why. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, the striker put we broke Straker's table or Dickie's table. <laughs> yeah. We had the table. It, could, it, it, it just broke. Someone threw someone over it and i'm not gonna name names but it was me and striker that, that yeah. we can name names it's, fi- it's fine it's fine we'll we'll have uh an email from mace i'm sure at some point that we use his uh intro if he's still mace around would, mace would want us to use his intro though yeah. I mean, honestly if we get like a legal letter from mace's lawyers we we won he we'll think about win-win win. awesome. exactly first thing we do is say now i have mace's contact information Oh, awesome. I'm happy. You want to get in the pod? <laughs> yeah. Would you like let's to be sit, on the podcast? Let's settle this this fairly and 
fantasy wise. We will cut you in on all future profits, of which there are zero. So <laughs> one million dollar lawsuit later, and we're we're please dead. Please fund us. Please fund us. That's that's what we want. That's what we want. Anybody listening out there, we can rip shit off all you want too. If you toss a couple, uh, you know, a couple two trade high doings and a fucking purse for us. <laughs> Yep. All right. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, podcast two seventy seven. That, like Tom said, November 29th Twitter. Tom, this is your first time. We were it's X. Follow us on X. follow us on X at Top Shop FNTSY as well as Facebook and Instagram. Um, how was your Thanksgiving, guys? Was it good? Good. A lot of good fantasy wins. Uh, been storming back in a couple of leagues. I, I was in basement, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way back. Thanksgiving was a good turnaround. Uh, Thanksgiving itself, great turkey bowl success as always with you guys. That's uh, no injuries. That's always a, a big plus coming out of turkey bowl with no major cataclysmic injuries where somebody ends up in the, up in the hospital. So we win, win, win. Hand touch. If somebody yeah, got yeah, hurt, my my ankle is is pretty swollen right now. I took out the sock and my wife's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Is it bad?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh, "I probably just stop walking on it." And I'm a dancer. Like, I did dance by myself during work. I shouldn't work. do it, but um, yeah, yeah dancer's hip. Yeah, dancer hip. I'm sorry. Jesus, man. But yeah, um, I mean, we'll go through a lot of the big players um, from last week. But we can start with the, the injuries. Yeah, we'll get with the bad before the good. I'll take the first one, DTR, Browns quarterback. Goes out with a concussion after a big hit. Um, Flacco's now taking QB one snaps. I know DTR is a starter there if he plays, but he's still in protocol as of today, which is Wednesday, so not looking great. Um, I can't believe we're going to be talking about Joe Flacco once again in 2023. I thought that was over three years ago, but... That's the NFL right now. Yeah, scraping the bottom of the barrel for quarterbacks on a lot of teams at this point. Um, it sucks. DTR looked like he was having a halfway decent game until he went out. So, we'll see what Flacco can do. Uh, next up is cool. another guy, same team, Amari Cooper. Picked up a rib injury late. Uh, he went to the locker room. X-rays were negative, so I guess this could be in the good column. But he is still currently a cor- uh, questionable tag. And we've seen him a lot of times in the past go out there and gut it out and then kind of play decoy. So he's definitely one I'd be concerned about if you are an Amari Cooper owner. If he suits up, you hope that he's ready to play actual football Uh, because a healthy Amari Cooper is dominant. A decoy Amari Cooper is useless. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to the Adam Thielen syndrome, right? Where he just goes out there and he just plays decoy. And it, it, it sucks because it was like, oh, DTR gets hurt, which sucks. But Flacco or P.J. Walker could be a better one, right? But he's hurt. Uh, another yep. wide receiver <laughs> that that got hurt, right, is Olave. And it's like Olave started to finally have a positive game. And it's like, oh, shit, here's the Olave. We thought you were drafting. And it's like, boom, concussion. And it's like, what the hell? And it, it just seems like this stuff pops up all the time. Um, you know, he's limited in practice, so it's like always good that he can kind of be there, right? Because if, if he can't, then you know, it's a, it's, it's a bad sign, but um, I don't know what his current status is, but I know it's it's Wednesday, right? I mean, we'll get a better idea by Friday, and then hopefully it helps you, you know, Sunday, and hopefully he's there, um, you know, as, as Derek Carr's primary weapon, so. Yeah, just a couple weeks back, we were talking about how nobody had made it through concussion protocol in one week, but then we had Madison uh, buck that trend, but he played on Monday night, I think, right? Or Sunday night. So he had a little bit more time. Did the same thing a couple weeks back. He played on Sunday. 
But like, I mean, and, and with concussion too, we probably wouldn't even know until Friday. I think they do like the final concussion test yeah. then, uh, even maybe Saturday. But I, I always get confused. Like, can he's a concussion? He's limited, but he's that just means he's on the sideline. Like right. he's he's he can't go through any drills, drills technically if you if you have that. And MT is still out. I think a couple weeks. Yeah, um, I think they put him on IR. Is he on IR? Okay, and I, I know uh, Shahid is on, on here, but he's also questionable too. So you're looking at Jawan Johnson as the top guy, I guess. At Perry, maybe. Yo, Marquez yeah. Callaway, dude. You know my right. Is he back on the Saints? Three years ago. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been <laughs> oh, on like eight. He might, I mean, year. I don't know where the fuck he is right now. To be honest, <laughs> I think he was on the Broncos practice squad last I knew. I got an yeah, update. He's... I got an update that he resigned. And I was like, dude, this motherfucker's still getting jobs. Like, what the fuck? I think you're right. I'm like, oh, MT is down. Bring him in. I mean, you might as well, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot of pass catchers. You'd think maybe Jamal Williams sees an expanded role. Kendra Miller, if he can get out there on the field and do anything. Uh, maybe it'll just be the Alvin Kamara six-touchdown show again. You never really know. It's right around well, that Taysom time. Hill's gonna Taysom, Taysom Hill is going to get all the targets, too. Taysom Hill is going to continue to be a thorn in the sides of everybody, except for me on my best ball team. Please go ahead. Help me win a game, buddy. Yeah, that's a great best ball pick, you dickhead. I have him and Kyle Hughes check. I got way too cute with it. There's no no wonder I'm tied for last place. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think Kenneth Walker is the next like big name on here, right? Uh, doubtful for Thursday Night Football. Scotty, I think you were already like trying to make a lineup decision, whether it's Dubes or, uh, or Dubs or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Charbonnet, right? Uh, I I think you gotta figure that Kenneth Walker's out, right? I I don't even know if he's like active. I, do you trust it? Like Charbonnet doesn't do anything great on the ground, but at the same time, it's like he's good enough to take carries away from Walker. So if Walker's active after being doubtful, it's like what what role is the dude actually playing on the field? Like, yeah. I think you just gotta figure like he's out. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, go back to like the start sit thing with uh, Charbonnet. Like Walker didn't play last week. Charbonnet had like I think seven or seven and nine points. Like you're thinking of like a starting run back on a Pete Carroll offense should at least crack ten. Um, they play Dallas this week. I think even if Walker sits, Charbonnet is still a hard start. Yeah, I think as, I, as I say that, he's going to go for two touchdowns <laughs> in the game of his life because yeah, I'm 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 o four for the last couple weeks. But, like, you, you got to mention the Dallas Cowboys defense is elite, like, across the board. They're good against the run. They're great against the pass, however you want to look at it. But it, it's not an ideal matchup in terms of the defense alone. But then you also see the Dallas offense clicking. And you're like, they, the Seahawks could be chasing this game from early on. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Charbonnet does enough to, like you said, last week he played without Walker. And they didn't get it done. So what about this matchup makes me think he gets it done better? Not much. So Yeah, and you can see um, DJ... Dallas oh, yeah. didn't roll their factoring in, yeah, exactly. in the second quarter. Exactly. So I would just go ahead and, and probably take it a different direction if Kenneth Walker is out. And like Tom said, if he's active, how much faith do you have in the guy? Probably yep. not a lot. Oblique injuries are tricky. McCaffrey's the only person playing through him. All right, Tom, you can take this next one. <laughs> this hurts you and yeah. I don't know how many leagues. Do you have him in? Is just, it just the, just the dynasty, one? Or? Just Dynasty. My Dynasty team has been decimated. Only one. My, I had my Red Dog Reader athlete that got decimated, and now my Dynasty team is just getting decimated after I pretty much already shipped it all in. But, yeah, Jonathan Taylor uh, undergoes thumb surgery, um, so he's expected to miss two to three weeks. I know that there was a conversation about him going on the IR. 
Um, and he'll probably go on it because since he's on my dynasty team and Scotty's rooting against me, all the all the bad things can happen to my dynasty players just because Scotty's rooting against me because he's real he's real fucking jerk. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I also have um, his pick. Um, yeah, he's got my pick. <laughs> That's the only jerk. reason why he's he's a jerk. <laughs> um, I hope. I mean, hundred percent agree. Huge jerk. Um, but yeah, I mean, they said two <laughs> on, to- on that one. <laughs> that one okay. uh, fine, but fine. no, they, they said two to three weeks is the expected out time. If he gets lucky and it's too great, um, they'll probably do surgery, you know, and and see how it looks. I guess, but it sucks. I mean, this is when people are making their pushes. I'm I've uh, got Jonathan Taylor in a dynasty league of my own, and I've been making a push for playoffs the last few <laughs> weeks, like five or six straight wins. And I don't have JT. Luckily, I'm playing a kid who's tanking. Should be okay, but we'll see. Um, you know, yeah. points scored also matters. Now, Devin Singletary makes my starting roster instead of Jonathan Taylor. That hurts to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I did just want to say one thing real quick too. Like, it, we're gonna get into two other guys that this kind of applies to. But like, what does Jonathan Taylor mean to the Colts if the Colts aren't in playoff contention? You know what I mean? Like. Is this is a this is a perfect case where a team could possibly look at Jonathan Taylor and say, What why? Why would we put him back out on the field? Right? They just paid him fourteen million dollars. Dude rips his thumb off again, right? If he tears ligaments the way that Burrow did, it's like why put him out on the field if we're not gonna be in the playoffs? So uh, you know, we, we're, we're kind of moving into that, the good segment of all the positive injuries of people coming back. And we talk about Aaron Rodgers, right? He miraculously is coming back from that Achilles. But at the same time, it's like if the Jets aren't in playoff contention, why? You know, yeah, so, there's zero chance. So the, the problem is that the Colts are, are so close. So it's, it's going to come down to these games. Like if they win two games, they're probably in the right um but if they in the lose hunt them. you know in, in for a wild card spot because and zach moss has been fine so if you got zach moss still floating around your roster you're probably stoked right now but yeah. flip side like you said if they lose why not shut them down what does it what does it matter to you if you're you're out of the playoffs who cares save your 14 million dollar man right and also jt2 might even say the same thing like who knows like what's the guarantee thing is like i want to live out this whole contract life like there's no point in me hurting again and you know do i start yeah. week one in 2024 I'm right. sure he does as a thumb injury, but you, I mean, we've seen those like linger on like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And then you know, a thumb injury for running back is, you know, God. fumbles are right around the corner, and you fumbles be, mean you're out of the league. You got to be <laughs> be able to hold on to the football, right? I mm-hmm. mean, we talked right. about it with Dalvin Cook in his shoulder, right? That's a problem. Yeah. But, uh, exactly. I mean, I mean, on the positive side, right? We we got Aaron Rodgers coming back, talking about, um, you know, he he's been designated to return. His 21 day window is open. Um, you know, my fault. I have not watched that much football, so I don't know where the play where the Jets lie in the playoffs. But I know the AFC East is wide open, right? So I think if if there's a shot in the next 21 days for the Jets to make the playoffs, I think Aaron Rodgers gets on the field probably sooner rather than later, which would be massive for the Garrett Wilson owners, for the Brees Hall owners, for Alan Lazard hasn't been active in I don't know how many weeks, but um, yeah, I mean it sounds like Aaron Rodgers might be back. Uh, Sooner than we think, it, ungodly that this dude came back from it. It is injury. ungodly. Yeah, it's and it's more bad. annoying that like they just stay with Zach Wilson for so long. Like Salah, so, so that's our guy. Like, I mean, we talk about it all the time. They could have just gone out and gotten Carson Wentz, and at the very worst, won the same amount of games. Like that defense is is great. At least you get Carson Wentz. Like you can talk shit about him all you want. He gets the ball to his his top guys all the time. Like Garrett. Well, Wilson would be an awesome fantasy guy with Carson Wentz. Like the stats would be there. It'd be fun to watch. They'd probably pick up 
at least one or two more wins, and then boom, they're right in the hunt. Now it's like the, they're chasing it with these shit bum quarterbacks that they, Tim Boyle or Simeon, whoever's going to play this week. Like, yeah, that's 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 hard to win those games now. So it's it's almost impossible unless a defense really steps up. But they're on the field way too much. It, that defense definitely is uh, fun. Carson one stat, by the way, I think he played start. He was a starter for five years. Three of those, three of those five years, twenty seven TDs and only seven interceptions. So talk all the shit you want, but you know he plays a lot of stupid hero ball. But twenty seven TDs, seven interceptions, that helps the Jets over over uh, Garrett Wilson, or Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson, um, the Wilson brothers. That's the craziest part, though, is that if you can get a quarterback who can just get the ball into Garrett Wilson's hands or put it near him. You've got an offense. You've got something to work off of, and, and you have, and you have a run game. Now right. they don't even have that because they just focus on to stop Brees Hall, to stop the cook, yep. to stop the run game. There's no way Wilson's giving it to Garrett Wilson unless he makes an unreal grab eight times a game, like maybe right. twice a game, but he can't do it all the time. Like, and they are struggling impossible. with offensive line issues as well. Like I know Mackay Beckton gets hurt again; he cannot stay healthy to save his life. They're on to backups at a lot of positions. They have a lot of uh, discon uh, discontinuity. But all that notwithstanding, Aaron Rodgers comes back and you expect him to fix it, even if he has to take a three-step drop and stand there because he's not so yeah. mobile on a halfway still torn Achilles. But um, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, I don't know when he comes back. If he if it's one game, two games, the Jets are sitting on the outside of the uh, wild card picture. They're a four-win team. Realistically, it's going to take probably seven or eight wins to get in. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's coming down to the wire. you got a lot of six-win teams. Um, you've got the Jets, you've got the Patriots bringing up the rear. I don't know. I would say it's probably time to consider them out. And then you have the other question. So if Aaron Rodgers is ready to come back, he's healthy. They opened his return window and the Jets have lost two more games over the next two weeks. Does it, why even suit up? Why risk it? You know, you're not, you're not making a difference. He's good. He's, he's paid too much next year to like, you just chalk it up as a loss. You have probably almost the same team next year add some linemen i mean i, yeah. I know rogers took a cut he'll take he'll take another cut again and toss it on to the fake yeah and i know uh, down the road the and then there's, there's already been the discussions about Devonte adams coming back for a reunion with rogers in uh new york and i know bakhtiari talked about it but bakhtiari is open very open about not playing another game in metlife stadium or mm-hmm. whatever the meadowlands if you're the jets then when they rename it for you so very interesting dynamic there because you could pick up an all-world pro uh, or an all-pro tackle, but a guy who's going to play eight games max. So interesting little ca- caveat there. But that's probably enough time spent on the shitty-ass Jets. You want to talk about <laughs> Justin Jefferson a little bit and the equally shitty Minnesota Vikings? He's back, baby, next week. David by this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so doesn't get activated last week. I think a lot of people thought he would. Uh, bye week comes, he gets activated as soon as the bye week hits. Opening up his window to return, he said he'll be back 100% next week to play the Raiders, which is fantastic. But again, I think we go back to the same exact conversation. If the Vikings lose this week and they're out of contention in the NFC North and then the NFC wild card, which is pretty packed at the top, same exact conversation. Why does Justin Jefferson come back and play? They have a bye this week, but um, so yeah. So most of you like, like lose one game. Like even if two weeks. <laughs> so even if he was like 50% last week, I mean. They they could have used them, yeah. They like Dobbs threw four picks and they lost by two like, to the Bears. Yeah, like right. you get I, Jefferson out there at twenty percent, I think you win the game. Um, I don't know. I mean, that last week was was massive. I think you lost to the Bears. That's that's huge. So, like what 
Dow said it. If depending on other teams in the NFC, if you know wins or losses, they jump the Vikings. I don't know. I mean, if I'm NFC- Jefferson too, it's kind of like, do I want to risk that if we're definitely out of it? But I mean, the NFC is bad, right? I mean, I, I, so I I don't see how the Vikings are going to be out of contention by the time they come back from their bye, and I think it was strategic to hold uh, Jefferson off for for this past Monday's game. Uh, and hold him to activate him through the bye. Like, I think that was strategic by the the Vikings. So, like, I definitely think he's coming back. I definitely think he's playing week one, regardless of how this week shakes out. If any other teams make up grounds, like, they should be in it. And, my God, would it be massive for, for the Vikings to have Justin Jefferson back and for anybody to get their their uh, fantasy football uh, teams going at the right time, right? So Yeah, your, your only problem with the back. NFC is that while they do suck, the NFC East is producing the Eagles and the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are going to get a wild card spot as opposed to a division title. And they're so, eating yeah, one spot with yeah. an eight and three record. So the next guy up is the Seahawks or the Vikings. So they're, they're right there, but it's, it's tight. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, can they the, outplay the Seahawks? Yeah. Especially when Dallas probably beat Seattle this week, that's going to help, right. but <laughs> they do have the Raiders and Cincy the two weeks after the bye. Yep. But just should huge. be two. Not too easy wins, but I mean, since he without Burrow, Raiders without Jimmy G, like that's they're all winnable games. So Tom, I I do think you're right. I think that he does come back because it's all right. We get these two two wins. They were on yeah. to Detroit, Green Bay, win one of those, then we'll kind of see. Yeah, it's definitely uh, going to shake out interesting down the stretch here in the NFC. It's 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 tight in both leagues, but it's it's very tight over in the NFC with some decent teams. The AFC is kind of like a bunch of shit bums fighting for the last place spot. I mean, we're talking about the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> the playoffs in there. Come on. You guys want to talk about some other shit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We some can other talk about shit. Bailey oh, yeah. Zappi. This is fun stuff for Pats, man. Yeah. So <laughs> we got Bailey Zappi replacing Mac Jones at halftime, right? Um, and it came out reported that uh, Mac Jones took zero snaps with the offense, and it was Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham that took snaps. So I think that is, I mean, that's. That they, there's there's no reading in between the middle lines. I mean, shots have been fired. Max done. Max off the paths. I mean, it, I would probably go as far to say that I would be really surprised if Mac was on the active roster Sunday because I I think I think that I, th- I think that corner's been taken. Like I, I I think Mac Jones is behind us. So now it's the Bailey Zappi show, and you know maybe we'll see Malik Cunningham at half because Bailey Zappi sucks too. And I wish to tell you that this would impact uh, fantasy, but it doesn't because the Pats, <laughs> since Kendrick Bourne's <laughs> yeah. on IR, there's no pass catchers there anyway. No, yeah. No matter who it is under center, it's like, all right, Damari Douglas will get you, you know, uh, six to eight. Juju might get you, you know, six to eight. But yeah, n- not like Zappi. Oh, cool. Now we got a you know, legit guy. But um, as for cutting, I could see it, but I, I also could see them off season. You, you trade them. And you trade him like you trade him and like a six for a seventh to a team that can take that first round pick salary. That way you're not cutting him eating. I don't know what the salary is. Is, is it no eight to ten million dollars yeah, for the fifteen dollar pick? Behind, but it's yeah, it's not. But I mean, like yeah. to 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 say that for next year, you you trade it to Cardinals that can take that next season yeah. or or something like that, and then they can cut him. Yeah, yeah, a team exactly that can use a. Not even serviceable backup, but can just tolerate the the guy on their roster. Hope maybe even somebody that has a legitimate quarterback, so you're not creating a controversy. 
Um, something like that. I mean, he could be a great backup for Dak Washington or something. You know, yeah, exactly. No, a tra- Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Backup controversy. True, don't true. Don't you fucking there, dude. <laughs> forgot about I mean, him. Uh, hey, but no, like seriously, like, I, I think Tom's somebody, right, though. Right? I, I don't think Mac Jones even dresses this week. It's yeah. more of a distraction to have him on the sidelines than, than anything. I mean, he might be there holding a the clipboard in street clothes, but I don't think dressing him makes much sense. It's going to um, be cold. Honestly, he'll probably you, be up in the box. You might as well in the box. It's going to be freezing. It, it, yeah. It's at home. Yeah, exactly. Um, just get rid of him. I mean, I think it's a failed experiment. And I do think that there's a chance Mac Jones succeeds somewhere else in the NFL. I think me and Jeff talked about this kind of before. It's just not working here. He seems broken. He seems like he's in his head the whole time. He's overthinking, then he's underthinking. It's just not working out. So best of luck somewhere else. Then again, I said it might work out for Nikhil Harry somewhere else, and it didn't. So <laughs> could be more of that. Could be a lot more of that. Oh, an old Patriot? Doesn't work out? It's weird. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, moving on the Panthers fire, Frank Reich. Uh, I wanted to ask a question, fair, foul, somewhere in between. I mean, he obviously failed miserably. The team does not look good. I don't know if he was involved in the picking of Bryce young, if that was his guy or not, if it is, maybe that has something to do with it, but halfway through, or, you know, a little bit more than halfway through his first season, it, it's a quick trigger. And I mean, we've seen the Panthers do this. Uh, I think his name is David Tepper, the owner. He does not seem to pussyfoot around. He had Matt Rule in and out pretty quickly as well. So it's kind of more of the same. Maybe Frank Reich knew what he's getting into. I don't know. Let me get your take on it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Okay, so this is no endorsement of Frank Reich, but I don't think they should have fired him, right? Like, I don't think that Frank Reich is is doing a great job, right? He, He failed in Indy. Uh, he's failing. He was failing uh, in in Carolina, but I mean, you took DJ Moore, you took CMC, you got rid of him. You made the stupid move of drafting Bryce Young. When, when I th- I think everybody in the world was like, CJ Stroud is the most NFL ready quarterback. CJ Stroud is the most NFL ready quarterback. We've seen that. You know, it's week twelve. Uh, so I, I I think firing him was stupid. Uh, it just in the sense that it's like y- you gave the guy nothing. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think Frank Reich was bringing them anywhere. I don't know what the next move is for, for Carolina. I mean, there it's a disaster organization that's going to continue to be a disaster. You know, everything after Cam Newton has not been great. Uh, I mean, CMC kept them relevant. Uh, but if it wasn't CMC, they were the Jets of, you know, the last two decades. They, they're the, the Washington of the last decade. Like, they're a bad team. And, and, you know, somebody, when you're the head coach on a bad team, you're, you're more than likely to get canned. I mean, I, I know we want to talk about who's up next. And I think, I think the first guy on the list is, is just about the right one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, be, before we get to that, it's like, it's, it, it was Lovey Smith of last year with Houston. You, you get this head coach there and like, all right, your team sucks. You're going to be so bad and you're going to get a top pick and you suck and you're bad you're fired like what do you like you're putting me on the worst team in, in the league like right maybe it was it was one of those like interim season kind of thing but like at, at that point you don't fire the guy mid-season like L- lovey smith played the the entire year out like with rockets like what do you want me to do with this like like a chupa hubbard is my lead back i have, <laughs> I have a 34 year old wide receiver yeah and all these young guys that that fucking suck like what do you want me to do and no defense it, well, it, yeah, okay. the guys they brought in just aren't, aren't helping. Miles Sanders isn't helping. Adam Thielen was helping. Now is not helping. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure Frank Wright wasn't like, oh, sign Sanders. That's definitely right. for an office there. Like, yeah. It's not well, him it, at all. 
And they exactly. so Scotty, you bring up uh, they're going to get a high. They don't they don't have their pick. They gave that pick no. up for Bryce Young. So maybe right. maybe maybe to Dallas's point, like he he was telling management, hey, trade whatever we need to get Bryce Young, and now they're like, yeah, you fucked us for the next decade. Right. Dude. So like, so <laughs> if that if that is right, that he is a saying that his first year, which I don't think he really does. Um, like he's not a long term coach there. I don't know. I, I, yeah, he also doesn't fit the mold of Frank Reich's past quarterback. So I, I would be hesitant to believe that he pushed for Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young's always had a big-bodied, yeah. athletic, or even the trade. He's probably like, "Hey, let's not let's not trade. Just get a tackle or defensive guy. Pick it next year. You know. Yeah. Nope. You get trade all your future assets. <laughs> um, Bears are but, gonna have pick one. They're gonna end up with Caleb anyway. Now we we yeah. can talk about all the other guys that get fired. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so up next, Ron Rivera. Yeah, I think he's um, fired. Yeah, these are in no particular order. I just had to fit six guys, so I used three bullets well, to separate them. I, I was going to say, this This would be my number one candidate. I don't know that he gets fired in the middle of the season, but he will not be the head coach of the Washington Redskins uh, commanders who, football team. Yeah. Whoever they are. <laughs> yeah, uh, the commies. Uh, the commies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they just fired Jack Del Rio as the defensive coordinator. I think that's the only change they're going to make in season. New ownership group. Um, they'll probably do their full due diligence in getting their candidate in there. I personally assume that it's Eric Bieniemy. He's already there. Yeah. But why do it midseason when you can just make that transition in the offseason and let Bieniemy interview whoever he wants to interview for the other jobs? Yeah, and I think that's the that was the plan last season bringing him in there. Um, yeah. Because Bieniemy could have been a head coach, I think, and a couple other t- the Panthers. You know. Yeah alone but there's also the talk like oh um bill belichick already has a you know behind the scenes unwritten uh, agreement to be the commander's next head coach which i don't believe yeah i don't um, have at all any I, faith I don't think that. he wants to do that i don't think the commanders because like they had to trade like a second round pick for the guy i don't think they're gonna do that yeah i don't think it makes a lot of sense to leave the place that you built everything in new england and yeah just to go, I mean, a, not restart, a, but unless it's know. like a GM upper management role, sure. Uh, head coach, yeah. no. Um, right. But yeah, uh, Robert Sala could be the, the next guy again. It's not his fault, but it is his fault for sticking with Zach Wilson for so long, and that could be. I yep. mean, that's huge. Like, upper management might have been like, "Hey, like, let's bring so- someone else in." Nope, he learned under Rogers for two weeks. You guys see hard knocks that one <laughs> row. <laughs> exactly yeah, right um, um the other guys I have on here Eberflus from chicago he could easily be out uh they did win this week so he probably he's probably safe for another week but like uh you win a game where you don't score a they, touchdown i'm not super win. impressed yeah the, the vikings lost the vikings lost um dennis allen from new orleans if he was part of bringing car to town and car has just been an abomination um that's definitely something that you know you got to talk about everybody hates uh, on car yeah. man he's, he's been all right I don't know. He's, he, I he, he, he's a fine fantasy guy. I don't he's know. a fine fantasy guy. He just hasn't wow. been good from the NFL perspective. He's in an no NFC Drew self, Brees. that is wide open, and he, nobody is taking the reins. The Falcons are leading the division right now at like five and six. All right. It's going to be a gross finish to the year. <laughs> that's and fair. It's, it, it's a completely open division. So he, I think that's one that, you know, I don't think they'll fire him. He's a defensive guy to begin with, anyways, and the defense has been solid. So there's that. They just yeah, got to well, figure they, out the offense. They pay the defense the next like eight years so yeah, <laughs> you gotta figure true. it out somehow um, Brandon Staley, Staley. yeah that's a big one I I, I think he should be can you, you can't have fire. this team yeah. and not win 
I yeah, mean, yeah. an inability Chargers to win, have very been, winnable. Have games. not had a good head coach in a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think Staley's out at the end of the year. But depending yeah, on the, how they do, but yeah, coach of the year last year, yeah. Brian Dayball, Giants. Oh my fucking god! I think god. you can put a lot of it on injuries, but yeah. they also struggled before all the injuries. They so, also signed Daniel Jones. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty again, I, like I think it goes back to conversations that we'll never be privy to. But if yeah. Dayball said this is my guy, and you paid him a buttload of money, yeah, it's a bad call. Looking like a bad call. You know, you got one good year out of him. You thought you had Josh Allen again, and you didn't. So, yeah, tough one. So they have a pretty decent defense from from what I remember, uh, uh, like last game that I watched of theirs. Um, I they are quickly improving. I'll give them. That. I would be so. Here's my thing about Dayball, right? Like it, it kind of goes back to Robert Sala. I I don't think any of this is his fault. Like he he's got nothing offensively. I mean, Darius they've, Slayton. They've is, eight is slot the, slot receivers yeah. and Jalen Hyatt, and that's right. it. Right. They did decide to sign eight slot receivers, though. That's a decision, right. whether it's front office or coaching, we need to know. Right. Well, and I think that makes a heavy impact, right? Like, if he's got the Bill yep. Belichick, like, GM head slash head coach role, then, yeah, he, he's got to fucking go. But if he's just yep. like, I'm, I'm doing what you're giving me, like, I don't know that you can get rid of him. Um, yeah. I yeah. did. I, 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 oh, yeah, so, sorry. Tom, sorry. <laughs> well, I was just going to throw another name out there just to get you guys' thoughts on this. Um uh, but Mike McCarthy. So if Dallas does not, if they're first round and out, right, they're making the playoffs. We know they're making the playoffs. But if they're first round and out, do you think Jerry Jones finally gets rid of McCarthy? Because he needs to, right? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think he needs to. I don't think he does because of how much rope he gave Jason Garrett for years. Right, like he's like a my guy. I'll stick by him to a fault, too long kind of guy. <laughs> I'll lose two certain bulls because of it, but yeah. um, it's my guy. Yeah. No, I mean McCarthy should be. I mean, there, 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 there's a reason he was canned out of, out of Green Bay, and I mean he, he was can't a win the big stock t- two years ago. Like, right, like I think Tom sent us the thing. Um, the Cowboys beat up on inferior competition and yep. then lose to anybody close to equal to them. Yeah, and they have a hard Jeff. schedule, right? Yeah. yeah. Besides the Seahawks this week, it's. After yeah, that, it's, the, it's down the all, stretch is going to be they proving haven't, time for them. They haven't beaten a team over 500. That was that's, that. that so they're, yeah, so they're the Dolphins of the NFC. Great yes. high-powered <laughs> offense, pretty good defense. Or when it comes yeah. to competitive football, it's They can't do it. It's bad. It's that bad. can't do it. That's the problem. Yeah. So these next few weeks will be very, uh, very telling about who they really are. <laughs> are they frauds? Are they just playing oh, the guys yep. that line up in front of them? Or, or, you know, what's the situation? You know, there are a lot of good teams that play up and down to other teams' abilities. We see the Patriots do it back when they were actually a good team. You know, they used to play down to other inferior teams all the time. But it'll be interesting these next few weeks with the Cowboys. You want to move on to the top talents of Week 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, you want to take quarterbacks? Yeah. Uh, just one. Uh, Josh Allen, 40.66 fantasy points. 339 yards, two touchdowns, nine rushes, 81 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Back to the old Josh Allen. We wanted to see it for a long time. I know this season's been kind of rough for him. Fantasy has been fine, but a lot of turnovers this week. Holy shit. I mean, he made Gabe Davis a guy again. We'll talk about that on the Holden Folds. But the biggest thing was the 81 yards rushing and two on the ground like that's what we want that's what we, we saw that's how they win that's how we win in fantasy so keep doing it 
Yeah. Yeah, it's and, like they, they finally took the like the collar off and they said, just go play football how you play football and, and let it let it go. As if maybe he was dinged up, maybe it was a coaching directive, but whatever was changed this week, it was great to see. Yeah, and I'm really glad they took the cuffs off and said, just go play the football that you play because I think this now makes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight weeks in a row where he's throwing a pick. So uh, those of you who are into sports <laughs> he's, betting, Josh he's Allen, a pick, right? anytime pick, yeah. <laughs> always, always a good one. So let It's the best thing to doing. add to any parlay is that. It, it's always like minus 115 or something like that. Like it's pretty – it should be it should be favored more, but it's not because like, oh, it's it, going to happen. It was a minus yeah. 166 this week. That's that's what, it, that's what it was on a Josh Allen anytime. Hey, great, great game. Still got a pick. Yeah, win yeah. win. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So, hey, uh, actually, big shout out to uh, Trevor Lawrence, who immediately after I traded him off my uh, redraft True. team, has decided to play football again. So, shout out to you, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. You fucking piece I, of shit. Uh, I do want to shout out Trevor Lawrence because he's tanking Canning's max point four against me. So. <laughs> It's fantastic. We'll get to the bottom beaters. But yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Dallas, uh, take the running back of the week. Yeah, running back of the week. Kyron Williams coming back off of IR. little injury, little stint there for a bit, but he is back in action dominating the league. 35.4 points, 16 rushes for 143 yards on the ground. He caught all six of his targets for 61 yards and two more touchdowns. And he is ranked as the RB10 on the season, even with his like, IR stint. <laughs> <laughs> well, Iris didn't plus by plus yeah. another week. Yeah, because he didn't so, go on IR for the first week. Exactly, pretty unreal. Um, gives you uh, an idea of the running back landscape this year. But Kyron dominated. It's it's what you expected, or what you hope not what you expected. It's what you hope to see. Maybe you didn't expect it. Um, he absolutely played his balls off. So you hope for that the rest of the season, um, especially with a Rams team that doesn't seem to have a lot more going for it offensively. But they didn't really need to last week. They kind of wanted a blowout and. So. Royce Freeman also had like seven yeah, yards almost touchdown. Yeah. It was a big run game. Then Stafford had his best game of the year in Puka and Cup. Yeah, not to be seen. Puka and Cup somehow not involved in a game where Stafford uh, ranked near the top of the league as so, well. The quarterbacks. And so Tyler our bet Hill. goes back to it's Cup. No, yeah. it's Puka. It's both. Well, it's neither. It's Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Higby. <laughs> These fuckers. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tom, wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Evans, I, I just looked at the wide receivers for, for week 11 uh, so I could get some context around this. But, uh, yeah, Mike Evans, 22 points, 9 targets, 6 receptions, 70 yards, 2 TDs. I mean, that's a that's a Mike Evans stat line if i ever seen one. But, uh, you know, uh, wide receivers continue to kill it. Uh, Tank Dell just murdering the, the wide receivers uh, scene. We talked about Puka Nakua. He, he was up there in week 12. Uh, so wide receivers continue to do their thing. So it's funny that he was up here, right? So, uh, what was he on the week? He was wide receiver eight with a stat line like that, right? Like it just always cracks me up because we talk about running back, running back, running back. And we have Kyron Williams who came out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure if you look up, uh, HN, uh, he's still a top 12 running back. And I think he only played like six weeks in the entire season. So like these wide receivers just continue to explode and they're, they're great fantasy investments. Uh, so yeah, good, good to see Mike Evans continuing to be himself. It's actually a good question. I don't know where a Chan is ranked right now. I'm going to look it up as we speak. I, he is, no, I think Tom's certain. right. Like yeah. him and Kyron missed almost half the year and they're still top 12. Yeah. Uh, right. he's RB 29. Hate to burst your guys bubble. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Because he went, um, 
He went 1.4, 49, 25, 21, and then 0001. Yeah, I I had seen something. It was something the footballers were talking about, but it, it could have also been a couple of weeks back. But, I mean, still to this point, I mean, he, yeah, he's, no, he's I mean, probably still. outscored a lot of running backs uh, that you would have expected, right? It's like been a yeah. flip-flop the year. Well, uh, uh, on average, it's CMC, Kyron, Ashawn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, on points per game. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, tight end, my favorite, Tyler Higby. Um <laughs> Five receptions on five targets, 20, 29 yards, two touchdowns. That that that's the <laughs> tight end one of the week. Um, me and Dow started him in or TSF started him in the TSF league. You and Dow's is correct. N- not not meaning to. I mean, why am I getting up his sleeper? <laughs> Holy fuck! We two started this guy. This is awesome. Um, and then Pat Fryermuth, sixteen point five points, eleven targets, nine receptions, one hundred and twenty yards. This destroyed um, my dynasty league with with Tom. I started him because I wanted to tank, and uh, yeah. so I had one of the best uh, weeks of his whole career. So, um, thank you, Pat Frymuth, for destroying uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. for me. So they, that was hysterical, and I don't know, Dallas, if you know the context around this, but Scotty was in line to have pick one hundred and one, but because of the tanking rules that we have and the way that we, the pick orders decided, it's max point four percent. So because Scotty won that week, he went. He fell into the next bracket, and I have a better <laughs> points for percentage than he does. So he's got pick 104. So he went from 101 to 104 in one Tom has about 500 more points of... than I do. <laughs> I, and, <laughs> and I'm probably going to have about five more wins. That That's the other thing, too. Like, yeah. so and Tom could still make the playoffs. <laughs> if not, he, make... sell. He, well, he gets Drake May, at least. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I might lose that's on purpose and just say, fuck it. Let me just get Drake May and call it a day, you know? Um, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. All right, well, <laughs> it, it, it's a piece of shit rule, and uh, we can talk about yeah, some. We're gonna uh, change it. Pieces of shit. We're gonna change it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me um, to talk about the quarterbacks or? Yeah, bottom feeding. Uh, Dows, you can take the. Yeah, bottom feeding piece of shit one. of the week at quarterback. Two attack of Viloa. Nine point eight points. Twenty one out of thirty passing. Two hundred forty three yards. One touchdown. Two picks, and only two rushes on the ground for one yard. Just a tough week. Um, I think you play the Jets, so kind of what you expect when you have a tough matchup like that uh i I would expect to bounce back i don't think he's going to keep doing this i know he struggled the last couple weeks but um i think you stay true to him he'll eventually have another big game so you just keep plotting him out there he'll be okay yeah Yeah, he's got commanders and titans yeah next two weeks we we saw it at the beginning of the year i mean two is great uh i want to give another honorable mention to the guy that i traded trevor lawrence away for uh josh dobbs uh, I think fantasy league should oh. actually start. You know how there's bonus points for like 50 plus yard games. We, you, there, there's no reason Josh Dobbs should have had eight and a half points after throwing four interceptions. If you throw three interceptions, it should be like negative 10 off the bat. Like you just suck <laughs> and you shouldn't like, I should not have gotten positive points from this motherfucker. So no. shout out to you. You fucking piece of shit. Figure it out. Get it Justin just, Jefferson it just voids right away. Three interceptions void. You lost all your points. Yeah, Done. exactly. Like that's, Zero. It should, it should be a negative thing. Yeah, so I, of course, negative. <laughs> went, went to bed at halftime. Thank God, because this game sucked. Was, I had been Scott Fishbowl. I'm like, woke up, I'm like, I, I lost. I lost. Yeah. And, and, Scotty, but he gave me points for some reason. I'm like, oh, I still made it through the next round. I'm like, how? This guy should give me negative 10 you in this format. I don't, I don't deserve this honor. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the, I, the worst part about it, he should have had six. He should have had six picks. Oh, he he maybe more to be honest. Like he, there were some throws where it was 
Oh, well, I mean, who was the gifted him out there? Whatever, he sucked. Yeah, so All right, Tom, take the running backs. Yeah, I can take the running backs. So, uh, Damian Pierce uh, and Miles Sanders. I, I mean, but listen, neither of them did well. Both of them sub uh, three points on the week. None of them could have gotten over thirty yards, right? Uh, I in in Damian Pierce gets five attempts. He had one catch for four yards. Uh, Miles Sanders fifteen attempts. I mean, the volumes there for Miles Sanders. He can't get anything done. Uh, Damian Pierce is right, like is he Damian had more Pierce. points, but he had the worst week in my mind. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, right. So, I, <laughs> and, and I would agree. I, I just, you know, I think it where I feel like you're starting volumes. Sanders more than you're starting Pierce. If you have the that, like, you know, who should I start? You're probably starting Sanders more because of the volume. Yeah, you're going but 15 carries. If you should score some points, 15, 15 in. <laughs> I mean, that's bad. That's it's not good. It's definitely not. I good. think I could get 28 yards on 15. Oh, that was good, of course. I mean, I mean, I probably have like 150, but like, <laughs> and, and and I know I haven't I haven't been on the podcast in a while and like talked about this, but like, yeah, no, I still don't say I could do stuff that the NFL players should do every week. Running backs <laughs> should start to be viewed as tight ends, right? Like touchdown dependent. Like they they they're not predictable. I mean, outside of like six players, and even at that, like Saquon had a pretty bad game this week. You know what I mean? Like. It's not a predictable position anymore, and uh, yeah, like and, Gus Edwards shot up to RB seven purely on touchdowns. He scored a touchdown every week for eight yeah, straight. Blunt of, of yeah, that. And, um, Jamal Williams was a top Kareem back Hunt, last year. Same exact thing, sixteen touchdowns or whatever. Kareem Hunt was doing great after the bye yeah. week coming out of for Cleveland. Hasn't done shit since. You know what I mean? It's like because it, it, it's, it's touchdowns. Everything's back. Well, Jerome Ford is also taking every single touch now. No, but, yeah, but, but Kareem but, Hunt had seven touchdowns in six weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He, he looked like, yeah, okay, you know what? He's not getting the volume that Jerome Ford's getting, but it doesn't matter. They truck like, he had 20 red he's zone a plotter touches the, to, at the red to zone. Ford's seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like he was getting the quality fantasy football touches, but you can't rely on these guys anymore. It, it's, it is it is it's funny bad. because, like, you, you saying that with, like, tight ends, this is one of the best tight end years we've seen in a long time. Like, is is it switching now to like RBs are like, oh, do we just do all flex with RBs? <laughs> like, not a thing. Like, yeah. Like, are all flex league, like the waivers, like, I'm going to pick up a tight end. I'm like, I probably should have. I really probably should have. I picked up like yes. five tight ends, dude. I have like Johnu Smith, Chiga Conquo at some point. I have Michael Mayer. Like, name these guys. I'm playing them with Gerald Everett. Like, all these dudes. Yeah, uh, shout out to, to Scotty's uh, all flex comment. Uh, if if you guys haven't talked about it, and you listeners who are listening right now, uh, move all your leagues to straight all flex leagues. I, I want to push that for as many leagues as I can. It is the most fun league that I have played in where I can just go get the most talented player and put them in my lineup, and I don't have to worry about roster construction. I can draft one running back, and if I'm then stuck between the Damian Pierce and Miles Sanders, I'm going to go take fucking... Tyler Higby. Jacoby you know Myers. I mean? yeah, I'm gonna, oh, yeah. We can talk. I will give you two. I should about Jacoby I do think Myers. we even need no. to change the, the one quarterback we have to just a super flex. Cause I, it, that's what it was supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. That's what yeah, it, bad that's week. What it I don't even want to start a quarterback. Yeah. And I, in that league, it's, it's very close. Like each week, like you hmm. move up like three or four spots. Like it relatively yeah. pretty close. Like, and I think like, you know, the leagues where it's like, you know, two water series, two RBs, you lose a water receiver, like Jefferson. You're probably done, not done, but like close to it. You're this league struggle. is like, oh, oh, I, I can just, and it's, it's a short bench. You can kind of always go out there and get someone on the waiver wire. It's like, it, 
it was a test, and I think it's paid off extremely well. I think it's been like great. I'm in dead. I'm in dead last, but I've actually outscored three other teams. So like whatever, it's just like <laughs> including <20 games>. me. <laughs> My yes. team sucks, but uh, but it's e- e- easy, <laughs> easy, easy matchups, baby. <laughs> hey, schedules important. League medium, league medium. Oh, I like that too. That's great. Uh, just to give you some insight into the Flexual League two seed two right now is seven and five, and seed eleven or even seed twelve is or wait what? There's like three weeks left, right? So Dow's yeah, are completely okay. out of it. But seed, That's right. seed eleven is five and seven, right? So I mean, it's a it's a twelve team league, and you've got ten teams that are competing for playoff spots. It's the most like parody I've seen in a league ever, except for Antoine, where we've got the league median. Anyway, I got off my horse when we talk about the ship on wide receiver that uh, played this week. Adam Thielen, point yep. seven points, three targets, one reception, two yards after a game a week prior that you know, was pretty. Pretty, pretty good game. Uh, some targets, some receptions, but this week, I mean, Bryce Young's been bad, but at least he's been able to like, have Thielen be a good receiver. It's just getting worse every yeah. week. Yeah, uh, huge fall from Grace for Thielen. I mean, he was a top five wide receiver to start the year, and is now he's like barely hanging on to wide receiver two status. Yeah, I mean, if they gave those 15 carries that Miles Sanders had and just gave Adam Thielen 18 targets, it probably would have been a better day. But I know. I would rather throw Adam <laughs> Thielen 15 slants than yeah, give right? any, any carries to Miles Sanders at this point. This is the NFL that we're in now. This is right. why running backs don't matter. A slant is a glorified you know, extended handoff. I mean, we yeah. see it all the time. I mean, Odell Beckham's still running him like a, like a virtuoso over in Baltimore and getting three yards of separation. So if he can do it, anybody can. Uh, I'll finish off the tight ends yeah. uh, piece of shit of the year. Dalton Schultz, 0.7 points, two targets, one catch, two yards. When he managed to do this in a game where CJ Stroud threw the ball about a billion times to every single other person on the field. So uh, that's an interesting one, but I expect to bounce back. Schultz is, is talented. He should you know, be able to find his more weeks than not. Yeah. He, d- he did get hurt, too. He left the game, I think, in the first half. Oh, okay. Like read it Sorry, Dalton. At, you shouldn't have even been at on halftime. But still, he played fifty percent of snaps. Like, yeah, yeah, it's bad. All, All right. right, um, hold him, hold him. Or, I'm sorry, um, uh, talk shit about Scotty. Um, <laughs> yeah, more yeah, or segment. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to start with Jacoby Myers, um, mainly because me and Derek fold him last week. Definitely premature. Um, premature. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I I think I was in the right mindset, guys. Right? Um, I mean, new quarterback uh, starting week ten, um, three point six points. Last week he crushed it, seventeen point one points, six set receptions, seventy nine yards, and a touchdown. Of course, we're not even on this hold full. He's a hold regardless. Um, again, uh, if you dropped him, like I told you to. Spend the fab you had left to pick him up. Um, and yeah, I'll move everything on. you have on it, and then yeah, <laughs> then you hold the guy. Uh, he'll be all right. I think he's going to shake out. It looks like the Raiders' offense is actually clicking. I mean, Devontae Adams had a bounce back week as well. Um, the whole team well, looked. Adams looked had a better. down week. Um, Did he? I thought, was it last week? He had fourteen two. points right off the rip. Uh, so he went from eleven to seventeen, and then nine last yeah. week. Hey, well, I'll take nine considering what he did for like weeks three through six. Oh God, uh, yeah, six or seven. all day. Yeah, the the one point games. Yeah, I just remember yeah. not being like <laughs> enraged at my team looking at him. Uh, yeah, when Red Dog Red Dog redraft when I was trying to win a game, but 
All right, let's get into guys that you're actually talking about holding and folding. Um, the Steelers wide receivers, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens specifically. I think we've reached the point. I would I would consider folding them. I know it's tough because of who they are. It's tough to fold an entire offense, but they're just not involved. Like, it seems that it's Matt new, Canada being yeah. gone doesn't really matter. Najee Harris actually got more focus than I expected him to. It wasn't didn't become the Jalen Warren show. Um, and then you saw Pat Fryermuth get absolutely peppered with targets to the to the tune of 120 yards without a touchdown and had a great game so uh i i find it incredibly difficult to fold deontay johnson but i would fold george pickens matter of fact i have folded george pickens already i i, I think it's hard to, to fold both um i think you kind of have to i mean we heard last week matt Hanna fired they're gonna feed pickens they're gonna feed jalen warren complete opposite yeah. I mean, I think Warren was okay, but they, you know, fed Najee Harris in the red zone where Warren was getting work. It's just tough to, I mean, so pretty much you're not having a starting wide receiver on a on a winning offense. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I I think I hold them both. I'm not starting them at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I should, I should start. It it's week thirteen. It's a bad bye week, so you might be forced to play him. But um, I I can't fold them. I like it's, I can't even pick, like, Listen, pick one to to keep. You you or can't one. you can't fold Deontay because you love him. That's that's your problem. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a Deontay Johnson is wide receiver. 66. I mean, I folded Judy last week. So okay, so here's <laughs> so here's my yeah. Here's, here's sixty six is foldable, but I find him more keepable somehow. Than well, he was a, a lot of games. But then you have George Pickens, who's wide receiver thirty six. But hasn't done anything since week Jones five. Been back. Yeah. So you're not okay. Here's here's this is why I wish I was on the fucking Jacoby Myers podcast when you said to fold him, right? Who in the waivers is more valuable and has the ability and the talent to outscore Deontay Johnson and George Pickens? Probably no one. Like that's that's like straight up facts. If if right, like, anyone, if I, I'm not even talking about like receiver at this point, I, I think we talked about this last pod with uh, Deke. You're getting guys. You're getting your handcuff now if you're so solidified for playoffs, or you're getting, you know, the Miles Sanders kind of backup. That if Chuba goes down, then that guy. Or if you're, I think, dumb, you can ride the wave with Greg Dorch. <laughs> like he's put a phenomenal numbers the last two weeks yeah i, I would like i struggle I to do think it, but that i would ever drop these guys for a handcuff even if i'm locked into playoffs like yeah may, like maybe if you did and you dropped him for zach moss because he was out there like you're feeling like a fucking genius right now but what am i gonna like, drop him for yeah. kareem hunt ah, no yeah, right. probably not. either either like, guy drop him for devin singletary i'm flirting with it tom is right like like you're not dropping these guys because Either week, no matter what the matchup is, it, like with the Steelers receivers, like oh, it's a bad matchup. Set these guys, or it's a good matchup. Start these guys. Like there's weeks that one or even two could get you over ten points, and you're fine with it. Right. Oh, I mean, no, and, I, it, I, and it, it all depends on your league, right? Like there, there are guys that right now, like I look at George Pickens' numbers, and and. He's like a, a a five to seven point floor guy, but he's got the ability to go get you eighteen points. Thirty, you know what I oh, mean? Like, <laughs> like, and you get like like one big catch. 
I mean, in 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 same with Deontay. Like I I always joke around that Deontay is you know garbage or whatever, and he's a bum. But I, hey. he's he's one of the best players uh, in the league with the ball in his hands, right? So, and he got eight targets last last week. So I I mean we can talk about another guy like Damian Pierce, but if you have Damian Pierce and George Pickens and uh, Deontay Johnson on your team. It, the guy to fold is, is Damian Pierce. And this is kind of where I went back to like the running backs and the wide receiver things is that wide receivers are a little bit more predictable, right? I can predict that George Pickens talent and Deontay Johnson's talent is going to overcome bad quarterback play. The, the uh, opportunities continue to exist for them. And you know, Hey, if I'm in a really deep league and I need like seven points, six points, I can get that from those guys, but I could also get 20. Right. And, and that's the Jacoby Myers argument. That's the Christian Watson argument. That's the Romeo Dobbs argument. They, these are wide receiver threes. I know he's listed as wide receiver six or 66. He's wide receiver three. Right. 66 to, to 28 has to be separated by maybe like 50 points. Like it's really not a huge gap between those guys. The Damian Pierce's of the world. We know what's going to happen. They're not going to be good. Right, they, they, that offense thrives through C.J. Stroud, and if Damian Pierce has a good game, it's because the offense as a whole had a good game. And I think we're seeing that they're still young, and Damian Pierce. I, I don't know that he's as reliable as we when when draft time originally came. Like if you have Damian Pierce and, and uh, Deontay Johnson, yeah, fold Damian Pierce before you fold Deontay. Yeah, and, and like we even saw the play last week where he scored a touchdown and get called back. But like even Jeff Telly said, that's a that's a touchdown. If Jeff Telly is saying Danny Johnson got a touchdown, that that's a touchdown. Because <laughs> he's the most Tony <laughs> hater in the world. But like he is gonna touchdown last week. This isn't even an argument. But like from week seven to nine he was wide for seven in fantasy. So it's like Tom's right, like it is there and yeah, you you can't fold these guys. No, I don't think so. I mean, going back to what Tom said, Damian Pierce. Well, that's the next guy um, on the list. Right? Yeah, I, I, I we held him last week because it was his first week back. Kind of like, all right, got to see what he does his first week back, fully healthy. Nothing. Jack shit. Uh, Singletary took 81% of the snaps. Pierce, I think, had a couple snaps for really minimal yardage like he's done all year. Huge Pierce fan. So happy to have him in no redraft leagues. <laughs> right. Exactly. So happy. Like the the league where you're talking about folding guys like Pickens and Deontay Johnson is a 10 team, 10 team short bench, bench league. league. Like exactly. And that's what I'm looking at right now is, is that exact format, which you have guys out here that are like Jahan Dotson, Rashid Shahid, JSN, Curtis Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Christian Watson. Guys like this are all out here. So there's there's where you're making your like matchup dependent week by week ad drops. If you're talking a 12 team league with a six person bench, these guys are firmly on your roster. Mm-hmm. Like that's what a bench is for. You just stash them and wait till they have a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I think it's a good point, right? Because you know I think I think over George Pickens, I'm, I'm taking JSN over George Pickens all day long, right? I know JSN has been huge, but I'll do the same thing with Damian Pierce. Um, it does. I'm assuming you're a fold on Damian Pierce. Yeah, I'd okay. hold him. I'm, I'm just going to make He looks like Singletary is just going to outpace him. Yeah. In, like, right. I'm playing Singletary in a lot of leagues, and I, I feel sick about it, but it's working. I think you're <laughs> fine with that. Like, his yeah. his floor with, with, with Pierce back was, like, 8 to 10. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks like D'Amico Ryan like, is taking the multiple running back approach from San Fran with him. And, which uh, makes sense. And Singletary is just more explosive in the, yeah. the red zone. Pierce can't get a w- one-year touchdown. It, if he does, it's called back. So right. it's like that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, Gus Edwards. Yeah, this is an interesting one. He's I, a tough I'm one I threw on here. See. It's yeah. tough because he's got a bye week coming up too. He's got the bye. Keaton Mitchell got a lot more run in the last game. And... Gus is very touchdown dependent. Looks like he might just be the red zone back. I don't know. Twenty seven percent of snaps last week. Yeah, you know he's he went from fifty two, thirty eight, twenty seven, yep. and even the weeks he has like like eighteen snap percentage where like Justice Hill was still a thing. Yep. Two touchdowns on five carries. Like, right. Go back to like he's just a better man's cream hunt at this point. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen each each time? Like it, it could. Um, it's hard to bank on. Like I just traded him in a redraft league for Joe Mixon in a fourth round pick, home what? run in my mind. Oh, hands down, yeah. yeah. I, I, was mean, like, I, I mean, cake. <laughs> How do you not do that? I get a better running back and a pick for next year. He's RB eleven. Yeah, right now I think. And I, well, yeah, I sold him on the on. Uh, I think he was RB seven when we were doing the negotiating, and the kid's like, "All right, yeah, yeah, I'll do that for sure." And then the game happens, and Keaton Mitchell is getting every touch, and he's texting me like, yeah. "Fuck you, dude!" <laughs> like yeah. I don't and. Gus Edwards not involved in the passing game at all, which I just right. I always thought he was okay at uh, pass catching back, but I guess I, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has never not seen over three uh, targets in any game. Yeah, uh, Tom, I, you, you you can talk about this one first Be, before I give you my final answer. Wait, what? Gus Edwards? I'm, yeah. I'm I I I don't know. I I probably. Uh... If I can go get a JSN, if I can go get a Christian Watson, I'll fold him for those guys. Uh, even like if somebody dropped Deontay Johnson, right, or a George Pickens, I'd pick them up over over Gus Edwards. But I don't know. Gus Edwards is a tough puzzle. I mean, 18% snap share, and he scores two touchdowns. And then the next week, he's got 52% of the snap share. I, I don't know. And it just continues he's, to diminish. Yeah, he's I mean, got... He's got ten touchdowns in the year. Like it's it's off of those. Well, he's got right. he's got he's got nine touchdowns in the last five weeks. So let's let's yeah. The, the season's <laughs> been longer than five weeks. Um, Sounds I, like Damon Harris two years ago. In in <laughs> I don't I don't think that Keaton Mitchell's that good, and I don't think Justice Hill's that good. So he's gonna continue to be on the fields. You're gonna fold him, and he's gonna have a good game in the in these next weeks after the bye. It's just, I, I do you reliably put him in the flex? Is is kind of the question, and what's his ceiling compared to others? Right, like his ceiling is much lower than a Christian Watson or a JSN. His floor might be a little bit higher, but are you banking on it? I don't know. Like, I, I, I wouldn't. I'd rather go with the wide receiver. And this is, like, again, where 2023 is taking us is go with the wide receivers. So I'll fold uh, him if you can get a quality for me, wide receiver. For me, it's a fold based off the bye week because it's the bye week, and yeah. then the next week you're probably not starting him because you're kind of worried about it. So then that's two weeks you're not playing this guy that's on your bench. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's tough, but all right. Uh, Gabe Davis. He was a fold last week, a uh, fold and a half this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll fold. Yeah, Gabe it's more Davis. like, am I scrambling to go pick him up? And I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And we said the same thing last week. Like, oh, he's probably going to get you a 20 point game on your bench. 
what, yep. what do you do? 19.5. Yeah. By yeah. week this week. No. Um all right, full for all. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm fine folding him. Christian Watson was a full for us last week. Put him back on this list as a big week last week. Uh, I think it's his first week over ten points. I'll let you guys start with that one. I just want to chirp you on this one. I'm not running out to pick him up either. Um, I think one big week doesn't doesn't do it for me. The guy I'm interested in in Green Bay is Jaden Reed of all people. So uh, I'm not hunting down Christian Watson by any means. Again, if you have bye week problems, you have Gus Edwards and you can drop him and pick up Christian. By all means, do it. He's a great flex play. Uh, I'm just not banking on 18 points a week from him. I just haven't seen it consistently enough. Now, if he goes out and does it again this week, I'll dump all my fab on him uh, a week from now. And it just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so my Christian Watson uh, like take, right? I, I brought him up a couple of times. Uh, but it, when you look at like Buffalo, right, with Gabe Davis, you've got Stephon Diggs and you've got uh, Dalton Kincaid, right? The one, one and two options for, for Josh Allen. You look at uh, Pittsburgh, right? They've got Deontay Johnson. They're running the ball a shit ton with Jalen Warren, things like that. In Green Bay, we never know, right? We don't know. Is it going to be Christian Watson? Is it going to be Jalen Reed? Is it going to be Romeo Dobbs? Is A.J. Dillon going to run the ball well? Will Aaron Jones ever be healthy again? You know what I mean? Like, we there's no dominant one way that that team can go from a fantasy perspective. I would hold Christian Watson just because I th- I think his talent is better uh, than some of the, the others. Like, he, he's more talented than... Uh, 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 Gabe Davis, right? He's more talented than uh, some of the running backs that we talked about. I just think that Christian Watson it potentially fills in better and has, yeah, it's going to be random, right? Like to Dow's point, like Jalen Reed, you know, he might be the better wide receiver, but we we don't know that, right? I feel like they, they they're all up and down. Um, so I'll I'll hold him unless you're you're going to get, you know, I, the only other guy I could see you dropping him for is uh jacoby myers if you listen to scotty last week or uh jsn like i i really do think that jsn is going to break out at some point and i know he's had quiet weeks um so anyway i that, that's my take on on christian watson yeah and, and let's point out that this is a tough waiver week also there's, yeah, a lot of there's no teams. one that st- if anyone stands out it, it's it's Jaden reed i think yeah. um so yeah, I mean, he's got a tough matchup against McDuffie with the Chiefs this week. But I mean, like, if you held him th- this long, he's got seventeen point nine points on your bench. You're like, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna drop him now. You should drop yeah. him week six. Like, if you if he's on your team, he's 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 on your team. Yeah, if he's on your team, you're not going. Oh, eighteen points. I guess I get rid of you. <laughs> it wasn't twenty. Yeah. That's fair. All right, on to the next guy, Tyler Boyd. Uh, drop. Okay, I agree. I agree. I was just like thinking because he didn't hasn't done anything with T. Higgins out. Maybe you're thinking T. Higgins missed another game, but I forgot he has no quarterback, so it's kind of an easy yeah. drop. Bye, yeah, Tyler. Quarterback. Hey. Next guy, Ty Chandler. I keep him. I'd keep Ty Chandler. Um, I would not. I mean, really? he's on the bye week. And I don't like him. I mean, I, not that I don't like him. I don't like uh, I don't like Madison very much either. So I think I have to I have to say that. But last week against Chicago, Ty Chandler only sees four carries for eight yards. Now he heads to the bye week. I can't roster a guy seeing four touches. Like I, I guess I should say six touches because he had a couple targets. But um, 
That's just not enough. I mean, in a bad offense with Josh Dobbs that you'd expect to check down, an offense that's going to look like this probably going forward, and an offense that just doesn't impress. Um, I don't need the back end of a split backfield. I really thought he was going to take the reins, and he just he just didn't. So I think I fold him. All right. I'm going to hold him, uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, that was probably the most pitiful football performance we've seen in 2023, right? Like, Agreed. So he, he, he only gets four carries because the team just blows, and they're constantly trying to play catch up. He, he's got two targets, I guess, right? He's not on the field as much. He's not as good as a uh, pass blocker as, as Madison is. But what he did do the week prior to what I think a lot of people expected him to do was 10 touches, 73 yards, right? Like minimal amount of touches, decent amount of yards. When he ran the ball on Monday night, he looked faster and stronger and more pop and quicker than Madison does. I would hold Ty Chandler through the bye and see what he looks like in that game against, I think it's Las Vegas that they play when they come back. Alexander Madison has not impressed me at all. Like you said, like expected to be one thing, complete opposite, complete 180. The offense has to figure it out. We talked about Staley potentially, or not Staley, but whoever the, the friggin' Vikings coach is, we might as well put him on the, on the hot seat as well, right? I think they got to figure out a way to get this running game going. And I think Ty Chandler is the one to do it. So I'll hold him through the bye just simply because of that. You yes, saw a few runs from him that were good and then called back Too, it's like, we're like, you gotta look at that too. It's like, Oh, uh, four carries for eight yards. I mean, that's bad, but could have been, you know, seven for 35. If there was no, n- no flag, but, um, but also, did he make the the gain of yards because of the because whole... of the, right, <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right, exactly. And and if it's two or the three plays, then yeah, yeah. sure. Right. Um, I will hold him too, just because Madison hasn't looked good in my mind. I think Madison had one of his best games last week, and that was not the week to re- really do it. Um, I mean, the snap percentage is still there for him, so um, even up from week eleven. So I I I hold him, but that's more of a I spent fifteen dollars on Fab, so I'm going to hold yeah. him. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and, and like, like if you're a Madison owner too, like pick Ty Chandler up, it, it, like right away, because like if one of these guys goes down, if Madison goes down, and Ty Chandler's one of those Sony Michelle League winners, um, this year. Uh, next one, Killer Herbert. I would fold him as well. Um, He's on a bye. He comes back after the bye and plays Detroit and then Cleveland. So it's not like he has a great schedule to get you into the playoffs. And he got out-touched and outperformed by Roshan Johnson. By a long shot. 74% snaps compared to 21. His first week back, week 11, 43%. You know, that's fine. First week back, 16 carries didn't do much with it. Last week, 20% snaps, 6 carries, 24 yards, not bad, but like he's not in the field. Yeah, he's not uh, on the field and, enough to do anything. And, and you've got Foreman coming. Foreman's going to come back in week 14. I mean, like if I'm holding anyone, it's probably Roshan Johnson. But even at that, it's like I'm happy to just not even have a bear RB on my team. To be honest, agreed. I, I, agreed. Because you're going to just after the buy, like week 14, it's like do we even start Roshan? Like not that he even had like a fantastic game. He just got carries. Right. You're either going to guess wrong or they're all going to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not buying into this offense. You know, nobody's going to give you 20. 
Yep. I'm I'm folding him. All right, and the last one, Kareem Hunt. I think I hold him. Um, I regret doing it. I don't like doing it. I can understand if you wanted to fold him. I won't fight you on it. But Jerome Ford has been more involved in the passing game. He's the only one involved in the passing game, for that matter. And that's where he's making his points. He's also out snapping Kareem Hunt considerably, even though they're not doing a ton on the ground. And they're not going to be doing a lot on the ground as the offense is just stale. Like Cleveland's winning games on their defense and field positioning, kicking field goals. Not a lot of running the ball. You know, it's just it's just not an impressive offense. So um, I get you folding him. I, I I think I would hold him just because he might punch in a red zone touchdown if they get great field position and they get down at the one and they need somebody to score it. Um, but Jerome Ford's the guy there, so I won't fight you either way. But for me, I, I think I hold him one more week. It's just tough to let go of a guy scoring touchdowns, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, both sides, it, so just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I'm holding Chandler, I'm holding Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Kind of the main, the same mindset. Um, I mean, two weeks in a row, no touchdowns, which kind of sucked. But again, like, Jerm Ford hasn't really been the healthiest person this year. He's always kind of banged up. So, I mean, I want a, a massive handcuff in any team in Cleveland. I know weaker offense now, but if, you know, four does go down, Hunt is a viable, you know, 10 point flex play a week. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, in, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier, like the, the quality touches are going to Kareem Hunt, right? Like as of a couple of weeks ago, Kareem Hunt got 20 red zone carries to Jerome Ford seven. You know what I mean? Like, and Kareem Hunt converted it like 35% of those where I, I think uh, Jerome Ford, I, re- I ran the number. I think it was something like under 10% or something. So, you know, yeah, look what happened when Chubb got hurt, right? Chubb got hurt. Kareem Hunt came in. They hit the bye, and then it was Kareem Hunt until Jerome Ford proved that it could be a running back, right? And But they're still giving the ball in the quality areas to Kareem Hunt. I mean, you need a desperation flex, tight end, touchdown dependent type of seven-point week. I mean, I'd rather bet on Kareem Hunt than Khalil Herbert or Tyler Boyd or... I mean, shit, I, I mean, Gus Edwards and Kareem Hunt might be a, a good conversation. But anyway, I mean, mm-hmm. we can talk about some of the guys to, to pick up here. Um, and I can let you guys talk because uh, I have nobody yet. So I need to go <laughs> look. Uh, yeah, some some like key waiver ads, if I could pick like one guy off the top. I think Scott has the guy. But uh, at the wide receiver position, I'm going to take Jaden Reed. He's just been involved in the Green Bay offense to, to the point that if I had to pick one guy in that offense, that's who I want. I mean, he's running the ball out of the backfield, whether it's jet sweeps or even toss plays. I've seen him do some of those. Uh, he's running every single route. He's running short, intermediate, and deep. He seems like a great athlete. They seem like they're interested in getting in the ball in his hands as much as they possibly can, and he's converted it lately. So, I, I mean, I played him over DK Metcalf this week, and that's what I think the guy's capable of doing. I think he has the ability to pop big anytime he touches the ball. Um, so Jaden Reed's a, a guy I would – target try to acquire if you're not faster trade deadline see if you can get him on the cheap from somebody who just doesn't believe in him uh you know thinks his stats are fake just doesn't believe in who he is because he doesn't have that big marquee name um but he's a guy definitely be targeting yep and um i mean we talked about the bears not wanting an rb in the team but if i do was rush on johnson they had to go the bye week but this is a guy i like to stash at the end of my bench if he can do it again um after the bye i know it's kind of hard to wait that long but um you know you get 70 plus percent of snaps again 
week 14, I think you're fine playing him as your flex. Um, so just to get a stash. For sure. Um, one other guy to stash over at the tight end spot, which is usually a position you're not worried about stashing. You're usually just streaming it. Um, Pat Fryermuth. After the game, we saw him post. If him, if it's going to be him and Pickett, and we're already you know discussing the the possibility of getting rid of wide receivers in in, in Pittsburgh between Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, there's a reason for that. It's because Fryermuth looks like he can carry an offense. He you know had 11 targets, nine catches, 120 yards. If he finds an end zone in that game, it's a monster game. We've seen him do this before. We saw him do it last year. We saw it at the beginning of the year before he hit IR with his hamstring issue. He looks healthy. He's a guy who can also block like absolutely left lights out so he's on the field a lot um they seem like they're even slowly scaling him up last week he only played 59 percent of snaps i expect to see that increase significantly um there's also nobody behind him at the the tight end position i know darnell washington's there um and then cameron hayward's brother whatever his name is or cousin or whatever whatever he is um he's not a, a threat to his role when it's friar Muth, it's friar Muth. if he's healthy he's out there so I'd add him. He might even be sitting on your waiver wire. You can get him for nothing because people aren't worried about tight ends, especially not ones ranked tight end 29, I think, right now. So go grab him, put him in there. He's a solid play, uh, probably a matchup-dependent performer. But if you're a guy that lost Mark Andrews and you've been streaming the likes of Chega Conquo and Gerald Everett and that kind of caliber player, Firemouth might be a great plug-in for you this week or and for the rest of the season. Yep. New, new OC. New tight end. Uh, mine's easy. It's Zach Moss. I know he's owning um, a lot of leagues, but if he was dropped because of the JT um, last couple weeks and Zach Moss doing nothing, JT out for two to three weeks, Zach Moss r- right back into you know high in RB two, at least. Yeah. Yep. I would. I would. Uh, if you, I would drop everything I had on Zach Moss. To be honest with you, like I. The, Oh he, yeah, he's, in, he's, he's gonna run the rest of the season. He's probably. available in none of my leagues, uh, which I was yeah. pissed about. I'm like, no one dropped him. Damn it! So uh, yeah, I thought for sure he'd be available somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I found I found like three guys I think that I can contribute to this conversation a little bit. Uh, Samaji P Ryan, I think uh, if he's Good available one. somewhere, I'd pick him up. Uh, I know like his snap percentage and his carry totals have been weird and funky, but I think that he's proven that. And I think two weeks ago he had like seven catches in the in the passing game. Last week he had sixty yards and a touchdown on the game on the ground. Javante Williams hurt his neck. Like we talk about picking up handcuffs and stuff like that. I think Simaje P Ryan is a like good low floor flex type of play with a higher upside. And then if Javante gets hurt, P Ryan's great. I would do the same thing with Royce Freeman. Uh, I don't know what happened with that offense, but if you have the potential ability to go pick up Royce Freeman, he scored a touchdown last week. He looked decent, and then. Uh, yeah, I, this name wasn't on here, but I had to look it up. Greg Dorch. Uh, oh, yeah. Greg Dorch. Just like Kyler Murray comes back and he's relevant again. I don't know. I mean, fuck Favorite it. target. I, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> so pick him weird. up. Uh, fuck it. You know what I mean? So I know he's got a bye week coming up in two weeks, but the rest of his uh, schedule looks pretty good. So I don't know. There's three guys that uh, I'll pick up. So, uh, and uh, yeah, how you doing? How you doing, two trays? couple two trays. How you doing? Quit playing all right. Uh, yeah. Stop playing with my emotions. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I wrote this just, one in for you, Tom. I don't know if it's accurate. I mean, it's it's uh, just anybody on my fantasy team at this point. Uh, I lost Mark Andrews for the season. Lost Joe Burrow for the beginning of the season. For the end of the season. Now JT's gone. It's I just fucking it's 
been one of those years. I think the thing that's really pissed me off in the last two weeks is Dobbs. Like, what the fuck? Like, you you played fantastic in Arizona, and you go to arguably a better... I shouldn't even say arguably. You go to a better offense, and you play worse. I don't... I don't get it. I know I know that Dow's you and Jeff and like everybody's like, oh, he's not a good passer and he shouldn't be in the NFL and and I get I get it. Uh but he, he played great football all season, uh, on a worse team and uh that was pitiful Monday night. That was bad. Like bad. <laughs> it was like Tim Boyle, uh Zach Wilson bad. Yeah, it, it was yeah. embarrassing. And like his first week at Minnesota coming in in the second quarter and fucking killing it. Boom. He's back. Like he, n- not back. He's right where he was. Then this four, four picks against the Bears, at home. God. At home. Yeah, he looks like he just forgot how to throw he's or scramble. Not like, good. And also, the Bears getting sweat. Um, looks like it's kind of paid off a little bit. <laughs> he's like yeah, he was rushing it, the quarterback a lot. Uh, it's it's weird when you get like a high caliber first round pick. Uh, yeah, weird, he, huh? He's impactful. It's it's nuts to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that they're going to let Jalen Johnson walk and they couldn't negotiate a deal with the guy, uh, you know, like absolutely crazy. Cause he is a dominant cornerback and he's 24 years old. Like yeah, right. you let that guy walk. You're a foolish organization. And maybe that, maybe they're planning on, you know, throwing all this, they're pulling out all the stops and throwing it at him uh, in the off season. But oh, I don't know. He looked great. I mean, that pick that he had on, on Dobbs, I mean, it, it's Dobbs. So it's not the, most impressive thing, but he baited him like he was dropping into that flat zone and then and then dropped yeah. back into a drop zone and picked that ball off like routinely. I, w- I was actually going to say like that interception, I think in particular, like 75% of the league throws that ball and that ball's picked off. That was just a great play. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, I can move on to my crying time. <laughs> um, it's about the Patriots. It's about... It's always about the Patriots with me, but um, it's just it's tough to watch. I mean, the game that we saw, I know we called the the Bears at Vikings game like the worst example of football we've seen all year. But this past week for the Patriots and Giants, I mean, that that might be in in that same conversation. I mean, just absolutely pathetic performance by every quarterback on the roster. Mac Jones can't throw a football anymore. He looks like absolute dog shit. Bailey Zappi doesn't look any better. So I don't think there's a quarterback controversy. It's just who's going to get the snaps and who's going to suck less in any given week. Um, Lee Cunningham, we'd all like to see, I think, but the coaching staff doesn't appear to be giving them that opportunity. But my real gripe is if you're going to suck, just fucking suck. Lose the game. Don't bring it down to a last-minute field goal. Don't make me worry about conspiracy theories about if it was a deliberate miss that Belichick slipped in and told Ryland to go shank this field goal because we want the better pick. Just lose. Just lose outright. Just suck. Just just don't even show up. Tell me you have plane trouble. Tell me you have diarrhea. <laughs> like, I don't care what it is. Just stop playing. Stop making me spend three and a half, four hours of my Sunday watching your dog shit performance and expecting you to, I don't know, play watchable football. It's sickening. And you bet on that game, didn't you? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I will just, say, I. Yeah. Go ahead. I've had a lot of fun watching red zone this year and mm-hmm. not just the Patriots because they're not even on the red zone <laughs> yeah, they're not right. even in the red zone or above the 50. So all the texts like, Oh, oh Matt Jones sucks. I'm like, huh? Oh, well, 
I didn't see that. <laughs> well, one I just, I'm, a, I'm a glutton for punishment, dude. I watch the Patriots game every week all the way through start to finish. I have to do it. And you've watched the Bruins the last couple of games. Like, it, yeah, it's, yep. it's been tough for you. I think we've got the Celtics. Yeah. Um, my thing is late season bye weeks. Week 13, got six teams on bye. Last year, week 14, six teams on bye. It's getting better, but it's never been like this ever. Why the fuck are they doing this? I, I don't get it. Like, spread it the fuck out. Like, I, I just, I think week week 12 was, oh, Thanksgiving, so no team was on the bye, I yeah. guess. But, like, at least, like, week five, four teams, week six, two teams. Make week six, four teams. Spread it, right. spread it out. Like, I, I don't get it. I think they're doing this to like fuck up fantasy. I'm not saying like I th- that's I th- probably it's what it is, but like I, I think like they do it to just do it to piss people off. But like no, but like, yeah, they're still gonna watch the games. Like fuck them. Yeah, right. I mean, it's I, I, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Like <laughs> you have, it's never been like this since the last two years. It, it's TV. I don't get it. I think like at the end of the day, the money is early in the season, right? Because everybody's excited about their teams and stuff like that. And then now towards the end of the season, it's like things are starting to get pretty set. And I know they set the bye weeks like way before the season even starts. Right. But I'm sure that football viewership is down. Right. And that's why we had no buys last week because everybody's watching games yeah. on Tuesdays yeah. and they're like, Oh shit, let's put a game on Friday. That's the first time we had that. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, now we need games on Sunday for a lot of people to watch. So I think it's a money thing and it ends up fucking us over because I mean, we had a week 14 buy. What the fuck? Like, yeah. did we have Pump. that last and, year? And they made week there 14 six Arizona teams la- and Washington. Like there were six know these teams, teams by on week 14 <laughs> right. last year. Six yeah. teams. It's, and it's, it's it, I mean, it's getting better, but it shouldn't even be an argument. And just for like simple Vegas. math, there's 32 teams. That's eight weeks yeah. at four teams on a bye. Math done. Well, you yeah. know what they did good this week? Thursday night game, Dallas, Seattle. Yeah. Who played last Thursday, Thanksgiving? Dallas and Seattle played this. So, yep. like, make it that. Like, yeah, use your like, heads. Don't, don't, we're just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, so I mean, we all tune in on Friday night to watch the game, right? I actually yeah. didn't even realize it was on until no, it was like I did the, the kickoff, yeah. And then people, you guys were talking about it in the group chat, and I was like, "All right, football." Yeah, I, I, I hate. It. I, there's like 15 freaking apps you got to have now. Yeah, yeah Amazon. There's well, going to be a game on that one was on Prime. Yeah. And what what format do you you want to watch it on? There's there's four different kinds. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. They're gonna have one on Peacock. It's a good game too. It's the Bills versus maybe KC, maybe Bills Miami, something like that. And you know yeah, it's gonna but, be like delayed a bit, like a, a lot. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's not gonna be free though. Anything. Yeah, like if you look at your DraftKings app for the, for the sports book, you already know what's happened, like minutes ahead of. That's why I put my phone down. Like, oh, Jeff just texted me. He's got it live. Oh, no, he yeah. can't get it live now. So it's like, oh, someone made a big play. <laughs> oh, the, there it goes. Yep. This shit's stupid, man. It, fucking Peacock's yeah. NBC. Yeah. Well, stop making me get your shitty apps. So Dude, annoying. Fucking apps. Yeah, I already Sorry. have Peacock, so I want to watch The Office, but whatever. <laughs> I watch The Office on fucking YouTube TV. It's so annoying because there's commercials, so it's like every 10 minutes I have to fast forward, <laughs> even less than that, because it's a fucking sitcom on cable. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that's a podcast, right? I mean, fucking... Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, Tom's first trip back to the podcasting first pastures. Back. And we end on a very bad note. 
Uh, Why not, right? Uh, you want to end on a <laughs> hey. shitty note? I don't know. Yeah. Tom, take us out. Uh, if you dare. Uh, if I dare, yeah. All right, well, that is uh, Podcast 227, uh, brought to you well, by Top Shelf. by 50. Huh? <laughs> 277, you're a little off. What? What is it? 227? 277. 277, what did I say? <laughs> 227. Yo, well, li- listen, Scotty, you want to bad? Here we go. Uh, yeah, so 277, <laughs> Podcast it. 277, brought to you by Top Shelf Fantasy. Follow us, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever the fuck it is. Listen, we should probably just get the fuck off that app because it's stupid. Uh, but anyway, you can follow us, Top Shelf, FNTSY. I'll, I'll try and make it back. I mean, when's the next podcast? To fucking Friday? Next week. Mm, next week Friday. or Friday, Friday yeah. if you want. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you're free. We'll, whatever you want. We'll, we'll figure some, <laughs> whatever you want. We'll, we'll figure some shit out. And uh, we'll, I'll, I'll try and keep that uh, intro shit going. But go follow the uh, website, topshelffantasy.com, spelled out correctly. And uh, I'm sure we'll have start sits and everything up there. So, uh yeah, that's it. I'm going to leave it there. Peace out. Recap, recap, recap them boobies.